Happy surprise porcelain doll in your bed day, friends. This is Offbeat Radio. On today's episode, we have traffic time with Ted Tanders and Priscilla Darby's In Another's Arms. And as always, we have funky news and a special guest interview. have that thanks hello everybody and welcome to funky news the part of the show where we read out uh headlines to news stories that we have not actually read i'm wade shaw i'm jordan nicholson and i'm kelsey and uh, we are drinking what are we drinking we're drinking wine tonight mixing it Classing up it up. this is la posta 2014 malbec and it's good it's pretty good. It's I, from I Argentina. Like it. It's um, it matches your shirt. Thank you. It like does. the label of it. Nobody is else very can see classy. that. Nope. Well, look up the label for that wine I just told you about. Uh huh. That's what my shirt <laughs> looks yeah, like. Yeah, and then if you remember what shirt he was wearing during the Avery Flora episode, <laughs> it's the same one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they wouldn't know that. They would. <laughs> well, I mean, they might. That'd be unfortunate. So our first story: <laughs> a horse. And a squeaky rubber chicken make lasting memories. For who? Presumably. Themselves? The, Each other? The, yeah, I would say themselves. So this could be, do you think this is like a um, like a summer loving thing where it was just like a really intense <laughs> Day and a half or something. That's actually and then what they never I was see thinking. Each other again. Or if this is like <laughs> I'm going to do. I'm going to say that to the next couple I see sitting at a restaurant. Be yeah. like, is this a summer loving type of thing, or is this like a really intense day and a half or so? No, that's what I mean. Like a summer loving thing would be like a really intense but short period of time. Or are these guys in whereas it for a, a long day and a half. What? What? Yeah. So okay. So I'm talking about. <laughs> is it like? Did they have a really intense like couple days? Sure. And then they just never saw each other again. Or was it summer loving? Or no, no, no. That's what I'm calling summer loving. Oh, okay. I guess you could also call summer three months if you want. The point three being, month loving. The point being <laughs> that it's a shorter period of time. Or what are you doing? Singing the song. Oh. Are this horse and rubber chicken in it for the long haul? Three month loving. <laughs> three month loving. Are they in it for the long haul? Are they in it for the long? Mm. They've made memories. So they that have, makes me think it yeah. isn't for the long and haul. And lasting okay. memories. Lasting memories. Yeah, but they're in the past, right? All memories are in the past. Except what? for the ones that aren't. What? <gasps> Did you know that nothing you remember is real? Isn't that wild? That is weird. Everything you remember is colored by your perception of what was happening at the time. Did you know that if you get in the right <laughs> machine... Um, and you remember your ancestors were assassins, <laughs> you can become an assassin. True. Yeah. I saw that in a film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a documentary. Oh, buff? yeah. Who told you that? Um, Mary Beth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did I see how who got more buff? The assassin. Well, the. What's his name? Cal. Cal. He, like, got Michael more Michael Fossbender. More buff. Like, Did he? Yeah, because he, he was, was like, getting stronger. From the get go. And he was like, <laughs> I mean, I was looking at his abs. You can only see his abs in, like, one scene. Yeah, where he takes his shirt off. She yeah, but he didn't get hard. he didn't get buffer. Like he couldn't you couldn't <laughs> see the progression of his abs. Kelsey did. Do you guys think that one <laughs> of these two creatures, either the rubber chicken or the horse, died, and that's why the lasting memories are significant? Like mm. they were doing 
like the horse was in chemo and they're like we're gonna we're gonna do your bucket <laughs> oh list gosh. horse come on let's go rubber chicken <laughs> I'm still getting over Rudy's story about his wife. Yeah, that so was. <laughs> I don't really want to dark. think about that. It was really sad. <laughs> it was so dark. <laughs> um, so, what kind of lasting memories do you guys think a horse and a rubber chicken? I'm gonna try Squeaking? and evade this question as much as possible. <laughs> I, mean, I know it's really, <laughs> it's really, it's really working for the bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, Kels, what do you think? Squeaking. You think that was one of the memories? And galloping. I'm imagining a horse with the rubber chicken in his mouth, and he's like, like galloping around. So they just did normal, and like flopping. They just did normal horse and rubber head. chicken stuff. That's Is it rubber yeah. chicken or a rubber duck? Oh, yeah. Gosh, it it's a squeaky rubber chicken. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I wrote down <coughs> duck. You did, but um, I think it would be cooler if it was a duck. I was thinking it was like a rubber ducky. Yeah. You're the one. No, no, it's a rubber chicken. That um, makes bath time so much fun. You know mm-hmm. that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bath time could be fun with a rubber a rubber chicken. I had a rubber chicken. Um, it's the mature version. <laughs> yes. When it grows up. <laughs> <laughs> when when I was a, a child, um, my mother liked to get in the hot tub, but she also did not like to go outside because it was too cold. So we put the hot tub in the living room <laughs> in our basement because why wouldn't you do that? Um that part's not really all that important. What's important was was that I used to get in the hot tub and play with this big rubber chicken that I had, and it was real fun because you could fill it all the way up with water and then make it pretend to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what the horse was doing. Yes, maybe because that's little a memory hooves. that lasted for me. Yeah, maybe maybe the horse was just doing weird shit with the, <laughs> with the, with the rubber, rubber chicken. Du- chicken. Yeah, and then he was like, <laughs> "I remember that time yeah. when <laughs> I was playing with the rubber chicken." Yeah. Then years later, he was talking to his friends over some wine and was like, "You guys want to know something I used to do with the rubber chicken? That's kind of weird." Everyone kind of just like stops drinking, it looks puts their glass down, tries not to respond to him. What like, if the horse, the horse has always experienced being ridden, but has never experienced uh-huh. <laughs> riding? So maybe the horse wanted to ride the chicken. What? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen a rubber chicken? And have you seen a horse? Yeah, but what if it was like a giant rubber chicken? But it's not sentient. Maybe going back. So can't ride it. Okay, but he could pretend. on top of it. He could pretend. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Okay, going back to the the thought. I like how the the horse waited until he found a giant rubber chicken to try that (laughs) instead of like another horse or something. (laughs) Yeah. You know, something nearby that is a normal thing that exists. (laughs) Like a giant crab. (laughs) Yeah. Like a giant crab. Kelsey. But go on, go on. So That's all I had. So you just <laughs> think he wrote it on a giant uh-huh. rubber chicken? Good. Yeah. That was sitting still because it's a rubber chicken yeah. and they can't move. But rubber chickens are like bouncy, so. Oh, so it was like bouncy. So, like, you know those bouncy balls that you'd have yeah. at school with the handle on it and you'd bounce up and down? Like, that's I'd always I'd smack imagine. myself in the junk when I try that. Because <laughs> I'd pull too hard on the handles and it'd go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Remember those Ouch. things that they had that you had to sit on them? They're like scooters and you sat on them, you grabbed the handles and you kicked your kicked your feet and slid around on the gym floor. The flat ones? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. What? It was bad. Like kids' hands mean? are getting crushed all over the place. They mm. were the best. No, like, they weren't. No, they were so awesome. You just like go. Oh, were like these? They were just like little squares little square. of plastic. Yeah. yeah and yeah, they had yeah. wheels yeah. on the yeah. bottom. Yeah. Yeah. And they would throw out like a beach ball and you would play like scooter soccer and it was yeah. insane. School was cool. I had to, I don't, <laughs> I never grabbed the handles with my whole hand. I would just place my palms yeah. on the top of it. Yeah. I feel like I probably put my hands in my pockets and just trusted to keep myself on. Yeah. 
Did you guys see my desperate search for pockets when I was trying yeah, to mime? Yeah, you don't have any. I realized I don't have pockets. I rooped your goot. This shirt doesn't have pockets. Mm. No, I've it has them up high. I've been wearing a real cozy sweater lately that has pockets right where I attempted to put them. Hmm. Well, oh. damn, this is so interesting. So <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a really good job. So guys. our next story. <laughs> Orangutan. Hey, just for the record. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just for the record, this is like, I don't know. How many weeks now since we've recorded last? Oh, it's like three or four. Yeah, it's been like, like almost a month. Almost yeah, we a took month. we took some Christmas time off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we had a backlog of like ten episodes, and we burned through all of them. Yeah, <laughs> so you'll notice that some of these news stories aren't like decades two old, two months old. <laughs> we, True. We sort of know what's going on in the world. Um. Yeah. What'd but you guys Trump do still isn't president. Not us. yet. Not for N- us. Yep, not yet. Well, I don't think he is when this episode comes out. I don't think he will be. Nope. Nope. Uh, I don't know. I don't know math. I don't want to do the math. Um, <coughs> what did you guys do for Christmas? I well, went plotted and schemed. I visited with my um. Well, they know what we did for Christmas. Oh right, <laughs> I visited my friend Seven and also my very conservative grandparents. They don't listen to the show. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I had I was surprised at how much of my family that came to visit had listened to the show oh, really? like, oh, no. and like <laughs> didn't want to get into any specifics with me but there were they were just like oh that'd be funny for your show and i was like oh sh-. You're like, you know it would be funny on my show that means you listen to the show <laughs> yeah i don't know uh, what show i'd be really scared if your mom heard the show she's heard she's heard the show she's heard a couple things from it but she's heard the what in the f- <laughs> yeah she sheared the literally the worst part she <laughs> yeah. could have heard oh no <laughs> i don't know i think we've, we've said worse things since that one <laughs> yeah yeah I think there were some 9-11 jokes in episode 11. And uh, episode 9 as well. Was episode oh, 9? Yeah. could be episode 9. No. Is that intentional? Just making it up. Oh, okay. Got uh, it. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's just making it up. <laughs> okay. Let's keep going. Okay. Um, <laughs> just making us dawdle, not get to the next f-ing story. Yeah, right. Come on, guys. Orangutan kisses pregnant woman's belly in the sweetest way. <laughs> Do you think there was a... Like plate of glass between them. No, no, I think he kissed. That'd her be right the least the sweet way. Yeah, that would be like the most. <laughs> that'd be the bitterest wave. way. Yeah, like imagine if I was trying to kiss you and there was just a pane of glass between us. That would be, be the sweetest sweet. way to kiss you, really. Because then you could you could back if up. If you were and dying, see my lips all weirdly pressed against the glass. <laughs> if you were dying of like radiation poisoning on the Starship Enterprise, behind a pane of glass, and he kissed you through the glass, that'd be somewhat kind of really mm-hmm. on any sweet. ship. That might be a good. Nope, just that nope, one. Nope, just that just one. Just that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't d- know if uh, I would like want an orangutan to kiss my belly no. if I was pregnant without no. glass. Not in even in us. the sweetest way. Yeah. No. Monkeys are scary. They are. They They're kill scary people. as shit. Orangutans are apes, but Okay. Monkeys yeah, are apes. Racist. Same thing. Not all monkeys look the same. <laughs> forgot how racist you I forgot are. forgot how racist you always it's been, are. It's been weeks and weeks since we recorded together, and now I just have to deal with your <laughs> f***ing racism. And Trump isn't even president yet. Prince-ident. 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 That's what Trump isn't even president yet. <laughs> Jordan is almost son. three glasses Prince-ident. in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's fair. Um, King Dizzle D of the Northern Realms, mm. if you remember that we, we, we have that Instagram handle. Um, yeah. I just followed a bunch of really horrible donald trump 
type things. You mean Daniel did that? Well, Daniel yes. did that. I mean, yeah, Daniel, because I don't run that <laughs> account. You. King, King Daniel of the Northern Realms does. <laughs> yeah. And every time I um, <clears throat> look on my phone and I happen to be logged into his account, it's just the worst. Because like my the, the, his feed is just racism, just racism, and other horrible. Isn't that interesting? Like you don't even have to follow racist stuff. No. You just follow, just follow the politicians. The yeah, you just follow States the president, and all of a sudden your feed turns racist. Yep. It's very strange how <laughs> that happens. Weird. Why does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Weird. The world's a messed strange. up place. So I remember, remember, I remember <laughs> watching a show where um, some primates, I think they may have been chimpanzees. Chimpanzees? Chimpanzees. <laughs> um, murdered their owner. And we're like eating her face off. They and, do that. And then, but there was like, they played the 911 call from her owner's oh, yeah, friend yeah. who was like watching the monkeys eat her face or something like that. It was that. like Extreme Pets yeah. or something. Yeah. That's the name of it the was show. crazy. It's on Netflix. So, knowing that. <laughs> that was a good plug, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Too bad nobody's giving us money to do that. Hey, Netflix, you want to give us some money? <laughs> Netflix isn't giving us anything. Netflix, uh-uh. give us a call. We have a great idea for a Power Rangers movie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, by the way, did you see the trailer for the no, Power Rangers movie? I was at the theater today. It's the very day, and I saw a big cardboard cut out for it. Is it, it shit? Why is it? It looks they're, terrible. They're Just go, go find the trailer. Really weird. Okay. Is it really like? Is it campy and goofy, or is, are they trying to be serious with it? That um, one. Yeah, they they're can't doing do that, that one. They yep. can't do that. Hmm. Yeah. They have to be self-aware. Yeah, they're already like trying to like side brand it, like add things to the title to make it not just like Power Rangers. It's like. Oh. Uh, Saban's Power Rangers. Who's Saban? That's the company that owns oh. the rights to some of the things with the Power Rangers. Gotcha. It's very stupid. Hmm. Hmm. Not that I care about Power Rangers. So anyway, I'm sure this was a very docile orangutan, but knowing what I know about what those chimpanzees did, I would be afraid that it would kiss the womb in a very sweet way and, and then, then proceed to rip the baby out. Tear it to shreds. Yeah. In the sweetest way. In the sweetest way. Uh. Mm. You're a woman. I don't think so. How do you, you don't feel think there's a way to rip a fetus out from someone's gut in the sweetest yeah, way? Yeah, don't you remember that news story <laughs> of that lady who like did that? Like just went up and like stabbed a woman in the belly and pulled the fetus out? Did we talk about that? I don't think so. No. I feel like that may have been something that I could have said. We I should do that. this headline and you were like, "Nope, we should." Probably. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a little I was much. Like, you know it would be funny if we talked about this fetus getting stolen. From I'll bring a woman. it up as a joke, but we're not doing yeah, we're real not stories do a, do a about that. Yeah, we're not going to do a real story about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> would you I be have a- standards? Would you, <laughs> Kels, would you be afraid for an orangutan to kiss you on your tongue? Oh yeah, definitely. Now let's define the sweetest way. Do you think he just leaned Sugar in real lips? slow, real slow, and just a tender little? <laughs> yeah, or do you think there was tongue? You know how like dogs with, with kiss the with lips. Do you dogs don't have lips. Well, I mean. Dogs, I meant with a tongue. Uh, yeah, <laughs> dogs lick. kiss with a tongue because they don't have lips. I just didn't finish that whole. I don't know if that's why they just didn't use all the words. words. So wait, hold on, hold on. I said it in my head, but it didn't come out. Are you suggesting that if a if dogs had lips, they wouldn't run up and lick us a million times? They just run up and kiss us. I think so, because they would see it like humans doing it. <laughs> what? So do orangutans have lips? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Haven't you ever seen them? Like, they'll peel them back and, like, reveal yeah. like, oh, the yeah. chompers. Uh, um, <laughs> apes and monkeys really freak me out. Because they're in like, the uncanny they, valley? Yeah. They terrify me. They're yeah. freaky, man. I know. They'll f*** you up. Yeah. And then sometimes they'll f*** 
Thank you. Yeah. Like, then would you have like capuchins? Those little guys. Really? They're always getting it wet. What? Yeah, but they're like tiny. Isn't it capuchins? <laughs> I that, guess like, it's fine if I'm getting raped by a tiny monkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would just be like, ow, got in my ear. Uh, Aren't capuchin monkeys the ones that are like super sexually active? I don't know, all man. I've never heard of that like, monkey before. Don't look it up. I'm going to look up the most sexually. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, search the web for most sexually active primates. I think that's us. Okay, well, second most. The bonobo. That's what I'm thinking of bonobos. They're always. Where do they live? It. Did it give it to you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It said the bonobo, the most sexually active apes on earth. Let's look up photos. Good job, Siri. Good job. Are they big or small? Oh, it's Bing, which means it's going to be porn. Because Bing is the best search engine for all your nefarious activities. Bing? Call us Bing. We've Bing! got a great idea for a Power Rangers movie. Never even heard of Bing. I'll Never show you a Bing. Power Ranger movie. <laughs> Bing is Microsoft's Google. Okay, this is not uh, loading, so we'll, we'll ignore that for now. So suffice it to say, I wouldn't want a orangutan kissing my belly mm-hmm. or my wife's belly. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't care how intolerant that is. That's my stance, <laughs> and I'm standing on it. <laughs> If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. <laughs> An intelligent man said that, and then a whole bunch of people wore it on their t-shirts. Yep, a whole bunch of stupid-ass people <laughs> wore it on their t-shirts. A whole bunch of dumb whiteies. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Kelsey, what do you... Kelsey can't keep it Kelsey together. Kelsey can't handle the whiteies jokes. No. What's the problem? Does your dad have that shirt? No. <laughs> your dad would not. Have that shirt. He would not? No. That's a Malcolm X quote. Your dad would never wear oh. would never endorse Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> not because he's black, just because he's Malcolm X. Yeah. Because he's a Muslim. <laughs> That's why your dad wouldn't say Muslim Malcolm and X. not white. Hmm. Right. <laughs> Reminds me of a president we used to have. <laughs> At least he's not oh one of those God. brown Muslims. <laughs> just kidding. No. That that was a joke. That's so <clears throat> horrible. Yeah. Anyway. Well. Cool. Okay. So the last one. The last headline, which we should probably. Oh, by the way, let's um (laughs) get this out of the way and do the third story. Okay. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Texas man gets drug charge cleared after suspected meth turns out to be kitty litter. All right. I have two questions. Okay. Go. One, what cop? Like, what kind of kitty litter are you using? What like for a cop to think that that's meth? Here's what I think. Okay. Have you seen, to answer that question, have you seen the the kitty litter that has like the blue crystals in it? Yes. I like Mm -hmm. to think that the cop that pulled him over had just finished watching Breaking Bad. Yes. like, that was a fascinating documentary on the nature of crystal meth. (laughs) (laughs) And then he saw this guy had the the blue crystal um, kitty litter and was like, go ground, motherfucker. Guys, I lost my ring. I have to pick it up. Okay. Well, Jordan can ask his question while you're doing that. Yeah, my other question was, what what container was this kitty litter in for this cop to think it was meth? It can't probably in a clear like, Ziploc bag. Yeah, but that's like a really small amount of maybe he was like taking maybe litter. he had like a gallon sized Ziploc bag and he was like taking his cat to go stay at like a friend's house. He didn't want to bring the whole container of kitty litter. I guess maybe I, or maybe it do was you want to try pouring kitty litter into a Ziploc <laughs> bag? Maybe it was in a kitty mm-hmm. litter bin and, and it was it's like, gonna like clever, rip out. <laughs> clever disguise for your meth container, a kitty litter bag. Yeah, that would be. Dirt bag. That could be it. Uh huh. Well, I feel sorry for the guy. Yeah, he looks. 
in, does he in, look like he, he looks no he looks pretty happy in his mugshot he doesn't really? seem like he just seems he like worried? this is silly yeah. yeah he seems pretty docile about the whole thing he kind of has red eyes. He looks you like know how people are with red eyes. He he's probably cr- that's what it happened. He broke up with his girlfriend, and the girlfriend's like, "Take the damn cat." Yes. And so he's moving, and he has just a random bag of kitty litter. Right. And she was and like, "But like you crying. can't take the container yes. because yeah. I need that for my Pinterest project." Yes. Yeah. She's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> she, she poured all of it. She's into nuts, a, and she didn't keep block. the cat. She Weird. Did, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you know she's really nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the picture, he looks like the kind of guy who would be cool with this happening, though. Like, they'd let him mm-hmm. go, and he'd just be like, yeah, it's okay, it's a misunderstanding. You like guys maybe I'll get in the Huffington Post. Yeah, you guys are just doing your job. You know what, I'm going to go write an article about this and submit it to HuffPost. Because <laughs> apparently, who was it you were saying can just submit anything to HuffPost? Anyone? No, but who was, what was the name? Oh, I don't want to say it. And he wasn't, he's such a d- <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it on the show. Okay. Is this someone you know? Yes. Oh, Okay. That's why. Oh, got it. Ten four. <laughs> we are on the same page. Not, not not saying it just to be an ass. Yeah. To no. You. No. 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 Yeah. I get it. Now. I'm sorry if I've offended yeah, you. Yeah. I'm in really some mad way by protecting my friend's privacy. <laughs> this has been. Wait. 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 <laughs> Thoughts with Kelsey. I just Kelsey. wanted to be Jordan for a second. Hold on. <laughs> we need to talk about this. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you think I just interrupt everything we're doing to have little asides about important <laughs> shit? Because it's almost always important shit. Sure. Yeah. This has been. <laughs> wait a minute. Funky wait, but I news. Really, wait, and hold on. Hold on. Wait. See you all next week. Ah. Give me a sec. Hey guys, this is Jack Thompson, author of the album We're Here, We're Queer, currently uh, with 10 uh, subscribers on SoundCloud, here to talk about um, a really difficult problem that's, that's plaguing this nation, and it is d- blindness. My name is Petunia Darby, and my husband struggles with dick blindness, and he never knows when what his penis is. And sometimes I have to help him and coax him into realizing that it's his penis, and it's okay to put it in me. (laughs) Heaven forbid. Your husband put some random dick into your body. Hello, my name's Kevin Spacey. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) We don't do impressions on this show. All right, fine. Um, Hello, my name's Avery Flora, uh, internationally renowned children's book author, and I'm here to talk to you about blindness. Blindness is a very uncomfortable disease to deal with in everyday life, and it has caused me to have heart palpitations every time I look in the mirror and see a dick that I don't recognize. It turns out that dozens or so of people suffer from dick blindness. Like 14, I like think. Like 14, I'm pretty sure. And you can help for just 15 cents a day. You can help to, to sponsor someone with dick blindness. That's the price of one-tenth of a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. St. Jude's Children's Hospital has developed these special goggles that you can put on, and you can see dicks, and it cures dick blindness, but it costs 
15 cents, there's like a little coin slot in the side, which put a dime in and a nickel in, which is why you, for 15 cents a day, can help a child to see his own dick. Through the magic of augmented reality, we are able to superimpose name tags on any dick that is seen through the goggles. But like he said, um, it does require 15 cents per use. So for only 15 cents a day, you can help everybody say, look at that dick. That's your dick. Look at that dick. That's your dick. Look at that dick. That's your dick. Good evening, everyone. Top of the hour. This is Ted Tanders with Traffic Time with Ted Tanders. We're looking at a couple of slowdowns down the I-25 corridor today. We're not really entirely sure what's going on. We're trying to get our traffic copter up off of the ground and hopefully get some information to you shortly. What we're going to do now is open up the phone lines. If you're traveling along uh, Highway 25 and you've got any sort of information on what's holding up this traffic, we'd really appreciate you giving us a call here at the station. All right, phone lines are lighting up. So first caller, hey, what's going on down there on the roads? Uh, yeah, hey there, Ted. Um, it looks like, I can't see, there's a couple cars in front of me, but there appears to be uh, some roadkill in the road. Uh, could be a deer, could oh, be an yeah. elk, could be a moose. Yeah, it could be any of, of those creatures. Historically, like roadkill has often blacked, blocked traffic. In January 1979, a moose was struck right along Powers Boulevard here in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and blocked traffic for 20 full minutes. Wow, can I hang up now? Uh, I gotta keep driving. Do you have anything else to say? Nope, that's it. Alright, see ya. See ya, Ted. Alright, sounds like we've got a bit of roadkill in the road, but from what we're seeing, this traffic is backing up quite a bit. It's possible that there could be something more in the road. Keep your eyes open, motorists. Looks like we've got another call. Should we ask for her name? Yes, of course. Thank you, producer Dan. <laughs> and taking the call. Hello, who do I have on the line? Hello, my name is Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Are you driving along uh, Highway 25 right now? I am, yes. Alright, can you see what's slowing us down? Um, the only thing that I see right now is um, there's like a tire out in the road. Like uh, someone may have hit that roadkill and then lost their tire. Oh, so this could be a, a, a several fold accident. Someone struck some roadkill and uh, then someone struck the roadkill roadkill and lost their tires. In January of 1979, a moose was struck on Powers Boulevard. And uh, then somebody else struck the moose and their tire flew off. This is something that is fairly current. Hold on. I'm getting news now. Yes? Great, it's true. Randy Archer and our News 5 helicopter is in the air and can tell us what he's seeing on the ground. Randy, what's going on up there? Hey there, Ted! I forgot my name! Randy. Randy! Archer. <laughs> my name's Randy Archer in the... What channel is this? <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the Action 5 News Talker. <laughs> Let's try this again. <laughs> Hey there, Ted. This is Randy in the Action 5 News Chopper. Hey, Randy. Trying to get news to these folks down here on the ground. Can you tell us what you're seeing? Well, it's really far away because I'm high up in the air, but it looks like there's a lot of cars backing up out there, Ted. Yep, that much we know. So we're wondering, can you see where the genesis of the backup is? Well, let's go ahead and head past. Uh, looks like we're heading over a hill. 
and it looks like they're, they're over right, a hill in a helicopter. Over a hill in a helicopter and What's your looks, altitude, Randy? Uh, pretty low. We need to get higher up. I understand. Uh, I put on a lot of weight recently from the holidays, and I'm kind of, uh, I think I'm weighing us down a little bit. You are Ted. looking a little bit husky after the holiday party. That's what my wife said. <laughs> You're married? <laughs> anyway, let's look down there. It looks like we've got a moose. It looks like a moose, and uh, uh, I think that's a tire, Ted. Yeah. As I suspected, a moose and a tire, because as you guys might recall, in January of 1979, a moose was struck by a vehicle, and then a car lost its tire. Are you seeing anything else, Randy? Um, there appears to be a large purple splotch, but I, I'm not able to tell exactly what that is. If it's, a, if it's a liquid or if it's a solid, I can't tell from this altitude. Hmm. If it's a liquid, that sounds like a great plot for a Power Rangers movie. Someone call Apple. We've got a great idea for a Power Rangers movie. <laughs> Randy, we'll check back in with you when you have more information. For now, if there's anyone else on the ground who's seeing this strange, viscous purple material that might or might not be viscous... Give us a call and uh, let us know about it. Sure thing, Ted. And we'll, we'll, we're going to try and land this helicopter in a field somewhere, see if we can get a closer look. Thanks, Randy. All right, phone lines are lighting up. Let's take another caller. Hello, who do I have on the line? Hi, my name is... Well, it doesn't matter. Okay, that's fine. I, under I respect your anonymity. It looks like to me that there's some kind of like purple thing, and it's all over the ground... And it looks like it's winking at me, but I can't tell if that's my medication or if that's just something that's really happening in real life. So the green or the purple thing appears to have eyes and is winking at you. It's purple for sure. Right, but about the eyes. Yeah. And they're winking at you. Could be. All right, folks, it sounds like we've got some sort of creature left on the ground. It's possible that this is reminiscent of the incident in January 1979 where a moose was struck on the highway, then a motorist lost a tire, and then it turns out that that motorist was wearing a full Barney costume. I'm pretty sure Barney was around in 1979, but at least he should have been because there was somebody wearing a large purple dinosaur costume. I've seen the press photos. If anyone can uh, can can verify that there is a large purple dinosaur uh, in the uh, in the um, in, in the road, please give us a call. You've got the station number, and we've got someone coming in. All right. Hello. Who am I on the phone with now? Hi. My name's Lisa. Hello, Lisa. Hi. What what's going on? Can you verify the existence of a possible purple dinosaur or any sort of purple-eyed creature? Well. I'm seeing from where I'm at, which is about four cars behind all the traffic where it starts, and it all looks very furry. It's a furry, a furry creature. Something furry. Oh, yes. Yeah. Is this furry thing part of the purple dinosaur? Yes, it's, some, it's, it's part of the dinosaur. So a large, furry, purple yeah. dinosaur. Yeah. Thank you for your call. It keeps getting on my windshield. The dinosaur is getting the on your windshield. Yeah. It's ejaculating the purple? Yeah. Interesting. All right, thank you for your call. All right, we've got some news from Randy back up in the chopper. Randy, can you verify that we have an ejaculating dinosaur somewhere on the road? Hey, Ted, we just landed, and I'm, I'm getting a really good look here at this purple dinosaur, as people are calling it. Turns out it's just a guy in a costume who's trying to sell vaporizers. Vaporizers like a vape pen? That's right. Interesting. And he's standing in the middle of the road. That's right. He's standing right in the middle of the road. He's petting that dead moose and playing with that tire that came off that car. Interesting. This 
is truly reminiscent of an incident that happened in January of 1979 where a moose was struck by a vehicle that lost a tire and a man in a Barney costume was selling vapor pens on the side of the road to passing motorists. You know, they really should pass legislation in this town that says that you can't sell to victims of tragic accidents. It is a true sham. Ted, I'm, I'm getting something from over the hill. Uh, it looks like some kind of eyeball is rising up over the horizon. I'm not quite sure what it is, but we're going to take a closer look. Is this further down the road? It's further down the road and further up the hill. All right, Randy, we'll hear back from you. Friends, I have until this moment been trying to hold back. But we've all heard the stories. We've all heard of the dark day in January 1979 which I have alluded to once or twice. And we've all heard of the prophecies that one day, January 1979, will repeat itself. And a moose will be struck, and a tire will be lost. And an extinct purple monstrosity will sell vape pens to passing motorists. We all know the final sign. The final sign of a great eye coming over the horizon. It's possible, friends. We are on the brink of something large. We've got a caller here who has uh, some sort of uh, interest in this matter. Hello, who do I have on the phone? Hello, Theodore. This is Peter Gumption from The Only Good Ghost is the Holy Ghost. You Peter. may have heard of me. Oh, yes. I We, we spoke at the Christmas party. Oh, yes. I, I'm calling to tell you that I have information about this prophecy. This would be very helpful as I am interested in letting these people know what their drive times are going to look like. Well, they're, they're going to have to take off their shirts and check for little suckling rashes around the nipples because uh, there's a lot of demonic activity happening around Interstate 25, and I believe that uh, everyone needs to be checking their nipples. Peter, are you familiar with the Great Prophecy of January 1979? I do not believe I'm familiar with that specific prophecy. Let me lay it out for you. January 1979, a moose was hit on the highway. The tire was gone. There was a large purple monster that was selling vaporizer pens to people passing motorists, and a large eye came up over the horizon. These things are all supposed to be harbingers of the end times. Do you have any uh, anything to add to that, as this is part of your expertise? Well, I, I have my Pope clock over here in the corner, and mm -hmm. uh, it's not telling me that it's the end of the world, uh, but it, I, I suppose anything is possible. Interesting. Thank you for calling in, Peter. I think it's best for me to throw this program God over to... God bless you. Oh, God. There's no one left in the station. It seems they've evacuated. Me and producer Dan are the only ones left. Dan. Hey, Ted. I think it may be up to you and I. What is? To report the end times. No, I think that's that's your job because you're the reporter. But I need you to to, pr to produce it. Okay. Yeah, it's our job to bring this. Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't going to stop producing right, the show. Sure, but I'm saying that it's our job to bring the news of the end times to the people. Sure. Do we still have Randy? Yeah. Do you want more coffee? I'm running low. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a cup if I'll you're getting if you're getting some. I'll start another pot. Do we need to go to like an ad or something? No, we. No, I'll okay. just go do it. You're you're the one running the show, man. But you've got all the all the buttons. No, we'll just have we'll have Paige do it. Oh, but what if, what if I need like a swoosh sound effect or? Paige knows all the buttons. I oh, showed her. No, last time she just put a whole bunch of swooshes one after the other. It was just like bam, bam, swoosh, swoosh, bam, bam. Paige, don't do that again. Just this do is... just do one swoosh, okay? All right. 
Paige, right, Paige? Paige, listen, this is you a... You all his- right with that, Ted? I, I'm okay with it. Hold Ted, on. Ted, you don't tell her what to do. Okay, but She I'm works just, for me and you work for me. This is a historic broadcast. I feel like we just need to not mess this up. Ted? Yep. Just report the all traffic. Right, okay, all right. Thank you for getting coffee. I appreciate that. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, looks like Randy has some more news from us from down on the ground. Randy, have you found a place to land that helicopter? Randy. All I can hear is switches. Page. Page. Oh, Page. This is a historic broadcast. Truly on par with the broadcast of it. Truly on par with the broadcast. With the broadcast of January 1979. Do you not remember that broadcast? That's the broadcast that got me into radio. Ted, can you hear me? Randy, hey, this is Ted. I, I hear you loud and clear. What are you seeing out there? Have you managed to land that chopper? Yes, and the eye has fully risen from above the hill, and it looks like uh, it's going to start firing lasers. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> that was pretty close. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Randy. I'm going to need an evac pretty quick here, uh, You're Ted. You're in a helicopter. I think perhaps maybe you can find your way out. That's a really good point. Uh, come on, Ted. Oh my god. Randy. Randy. I think we've lost Randy. Friends, if you have loved ones, call them. If you have loved ones along the I-25 corridor, it could possibly be too late. Hey, I brought you that copy. Oh, thanks. That's right. Also, uh... You want to just top top off your mug, or are you going to Yeah, just that? top it off. Uh, just top I, this just off? warm it up. Yeah, just warm yeah, it up. Just warm you, I know you want cream in there. Do you want me to add more cream, um, or what? No, I could have my own cream. That's not your job. All right, I'll just pour this That's in. That's not your job. Right. Yeah, I know it's not my job. I'm just being courteous. Uh, I understand. I understand. And interrupting a show to be courteous. That's, that's, uh, as that's, any good producer really good. would do. Yeah. <clears throat> Friends, I do believe the apocalypse is upon us. But I did fail to mention that traffic is only blocked northbound, so if you're going southbound, you should have uh, plenty of freedom to just move to and fro. Everything's looking pretty clear throughout the rest of the city. Uh, you should have a good uh, good drive the rest of the way. Go ahead and keep it tuned here. We'll have uh, updates on the hour. Thank you for listening to, uh, to, to, to this radio station. And now for a word from our sponsors. It's Funky Tombo. I'm calling. I'm not calling you. I'm just uh, doing a radio ad. Um, I'm used to just calling you at your house, but uh, apparently that's illegal, and I had to stop doing that. So I'm doing a radio ad. Anyway, I'm calling to talk to you about these kids I got. Um, I've got one 12 year old, and I've got one six year old, and they need a new home, and they need clothes to wear, and they need food to eat, and I'm not prepared to provide those things for. Um, children or anyone or even myself I depend mostly on my mother who owns a bakery as you know that I live in the attic of Um, and I've been just kind of scrounging on crumbs and scraps and uh, bits of modeling clay that looks like frosting but it's just modeling clay and I keep eating it my mom keeps getting mad at me because it's not technically edible anyway help me feed these kids and put clothes on (laughs) Help, help me feed these kids and put clothes on their backs and uh, keep them keep social services from getting on my case about these naked, starving children. 
Last time on Priscilla Darby's In Another Zars. I am about to get all the money that you've been working for your entire life handed to me on a silver platter. Now, would you please be quiet so I can get in the zone? I just can't marry Maxwell. He doesn't love me. I know a bar nearby. Why don't you and I get out of here? Okay. She'll be walking through the aisle and down it any moment. Man, that guy's really an asshole. In, In another's, another's arms. Yeah, this is a nice spot. You and I can sit here and, you know, unwind a little bit until you're feeling better about things. Okay, did you bring the wine? We're at a bar, so we could just buy some if we wanted. <laughs> oh, good. Hi, everybody. I'm the new bartender here. Buddy just quit. Oh, I like that guy. He found some skank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My name's Tony, and I'll be happy to serve you. That's great, Tony. Oh, thanks, What'll Tony. the lady be having? What would you guys like? I see you're wearing a wedding dress. Congratulations. Are you are you the happy couple? Uh, sure. I'm assuming. Why not? Why would she be in a wedding dress with some random guy? <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense at all. Yeah. I'm definitely the groom. That's why I'm wearing this tux. Ah, but where's the wedding rings? They're getting resized. Oh, I see. Okay, well, I heard you guys wanted a bottle of wine. Can I get you anything else? Some crackers? Some cra some crackers? <laughs> anything else? Yeah, I'll have a dozen red oysters. A dozen red oysters. I'll be right back with your bottle of wine, some crackers, and a do dozen red oysters. Great, thanks. L listen, Petunia. Yes? We're going to have to be really quick with these oysters and this bottle of wine. I can't imagine that people aren't out looking for you. Well, I sure hope not. You know Maxwell pretty well. What do you think would happen if, you know, he came in and saw us together? Oh, uh, I think he would try to murder you. <laughs> Barkeep, I have been left at the altar and I demand a beverage immediately. This is the worst day of my life. Even though I have been adopted into a very wealthy family, I will still need myself a butter bean and a half. That's no problem. Come over here to this corner booth where no one can see you and you can't see anyone else Great. that's sitting here. I only sit in bars with my back to the door and to the rest of the dining room. Perfect. <laughs> I've got just the spot for you. Great. I will sit right here. You sit there, I'll get you uh, half of a butter bean. Is that what you ordered? <laughs> a a butter bean and a half. Oh, sorry. You incompetent person, just like, just like my man Michael. I mean, my best man, Michael, who is also missing and hasn't brought me a single beverage. Tell you what, I'll get you two butter beans. The other half of that second butter bean is on the house. Well, that's very kind of you. I'll be oh, right Petunia. Yes? Is that Maxwell oh. yelling over there in that sort of vaguely southern Georgian accent? Oh, my gosh. Have you... Are you okay? <laughs> Have you just, been getting into your aunt's Ativan? No, I'm just a little scared. Hey, I'm back with that wine and those crackers and those red oysters. Hey, thanks, buddy. Anything I mean, else Tony? I can do for you guys? Uh, yeah. Yeah, can buddy's you? the old bartender. Right, sorry about that. I'm just so used to calling people buddy, even if it's not their Speaking name. Speaking of whom... Oh, I see. I see someone's taking over my bar. Come on, buddy. Let's just leave. Let's not make a big dramatic scene about it. I just wanted to come in here and get a drink, and someone's taken over my bar. Hey, buddy, how's it going? Hello. <laughs> Why don't you guys come over here? I've got the VIP section cornered off for you. Uh, you and your lovely girlfriend can sit here, and I'll give you the royal treatment. How about that? 
I guess. Yeah, come on, buddy. Come come over and sit here. We'll, we'll get your face up on the wall, too. You practically own this place. Uh, 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 hello. You're a new bartender. Oh, hey, Rev. Y- yes, Tony, you're one of my, my parishioners. That's right. I go to confession every whenever. Do Would reverends you? do that? I don't know. Uh, sure. Listen, I have to confess something to you, friend Tony. Oh, what's going on, I come Rev? here. I, I come here sometimes on, 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 on down times and have a few drinks with some male companions. I, I just had an interesting wedding, and I, I, Buddy was always very good to sit me in, in, in one of the private corners. That's just fine. Discretion is my middle name. Thank Tony you. Discretion Blabbermouth. Thank you. Come over here, and we'll put you in the corner. I will be sitting with that gentleman who just came in. We're together. And who might you be, sir? I'm the butler. Well, I'm Tony Discretion Blabbermouth. Good to, Good meet, to meet you, Jeff. Tony Discretion Blabbermouth. Why don't you go sit down there? I'll get your order in just yes, one moment. magnificent. We'll Thank start you with some much. waters. All right. Let's go over here. Let's see. How is the lovely couple doing? Things are going real good. Listen, I have a request for you. What's see that, that gentleman over there who's also wearing a tux? Yes. Can you make sure that his back stays to us while we finish these oysters? No problem. Yeah, I just don't want any, uh, I don't want to make any scene. Yeah, I, that's Maxwell. I know him. He's a guy. Yeah, we went to college together. Listen, have you ever known him to be violent? No, but I do owe him one. He did save my life a couple years ago. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I've never met him Actually, before. Actually, I owe him like five. He saved my life. He got my wife to not divorce me. He, uh, oh, he saved my dog's life. And then he bought me a dog before that and then saved its life. Wow, Petunia. Wow. He kind of sounds like a stand-up guy. Yeah, I kind of, I, Maxwell's a great guy. Well, I, I, I would never betray his trust. I just don't want him to see me because, I don't know if you noticed, but we're wearing the same tuxedo. Oh, yeah, you guys are kind of matchy today. Yeah, if you could make sure that no one sees either of us together. Man, I would do anything for you, and I would do anything for Maxwell. Like, if I saw some guy sitting with his bride-to-be, and it wasn't him, man, I don't know what I would do. I'd probably betray that person. Wow, yeah, I understand why you would do that. Well, thanks a lot. I think we're good for now. Okay, enjoy your drinks. P- Petunia. Yeah? Maxwell sounds like he's... Maybe actually a pretty stand-up guy. Did you hear all that stuff about saving wives and dogs? I mean, yeah. that all seemed pretty genteel of him. Yeah. Hey, Maxwell, how's, that, how's it going? What, what, how are those butter beans treating you? They are treating me very well. Thank you for the free half one. You seem a little down. What's up? Well, what had happened was I was set to be married today. Oh, no. To the most beloved woman, the most beautiful woman I had ever met. What's her name? Her name is Petunia Darby. She has the visage, the countenance of a beautiful stained glass window through which all light comes and sparkles upon my very features. Wow. She sounds pretty. Yes. I'm a man who does not deserve such a lovely, beautiful woman. See, I had been... Uh, unfaithful to her to a point sleeping around here and there but I had decided to cast off my evil ways and be a faithful husband to her but while standing at the altar she never came down and I I left and came here with my adoptive mother I I have to assume but I can't find her anywhere what does she look like? Maybe I can keep an eye out for you. She has the visage of a stained glass window with mm. lights coming through and dancing upon your face and twinkling into your very own eyes. Mm. She has truly the very best face. 
Maybe maybe describe her in a way that a police officer would. Oh, okay. She's probably wearing a wedding dress. Mm. Uh, she's got this face that's on top of her face and held on with binder clips. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of that. Sometimes it talks and it's... Would you say it's a best face out of a series oh, of other faces? I would say if you had a collection of faces and it included this face, it would be the best face. Okay. Maxwell, I found a parking space. Where are you sitting? I cannot I, see you from this angle. I'm here in the corner. I will not turn around for I am weeping and don't want anyone to see the tears streaking my face. Oh, there you are, Maxwell. I'm going to walk directly towards you, not looking anywhere else in the room as That's I do magnificent. so. That's magnificent. Is Drusilla still asleep in the back of the van? She is. That woman had a bit too much to drink. Please do have a seat directly across from me where you can perceive the rest of the bar. I'm going to sit here, but I'm not going to look behind you in any way. That's fine. I also noticed that you seem to have forgotten your spectacles, but that's okay. It is a bit difficult to see in this dark room. Listen, Mommy. <laughs> Don't call me that. But you're my mother. We still need to talk about the whole my adoption name is Maxwell thing. Darby. Yeah, I'm not fully on board with that. <laughs> your mother just walked in. Oh my goodness. We're only halfway through the oysters. We're going to need to speed up. Can we get them to go? No, God, no. Oysters don't hold well. <laughs> Did I hear Will someone want some out? oysters to go? They're not going to keep, honey. Well, what do we do? <sighs> hey, isn't that the reverend from the wedding over there? Uh-huh. It seems like three out of four corners of this building are full of people that we don't want seeing us. <laughs> That's very unfortunate. Did I hear a problem with the seating arrangements? Yeah, do you have any outdoor seating? We do. Do you want to follow me? Well, which way is it? It's out the door. The front the door? Front? Through the back door. Through the back door. Yeah, buddy. Is that past any of the corners in the room? I don't know how squares work. Those people you don't want looking at you won't look at you the All way right. we're going to go. Let's go. All right, follow me out the back. Just come through here. Come on through here. All right, thank you very much. Right, hop up onto this platform here, and ah, gotcha. You're in a caged van. Oh God, this is happening oh, again. No. This is my caged van, guys. We're about to go for a ride, and you're not gonna like it. Where are we going in the caged van? <laughs> that would ruin half the fun. Mother Darby, are you much for violence? You know, Maxwell. I've had many a uh, violent time in my life. It's been quite a few decades, but I, uh, I've always been itching to get my hands dirty again. I have this, this nagging suspicion. What is it? You remember Buddy who used to work here as a bartender? Yes. Well. I tutored him as a child. When he was a child, I was an adult. Interesting. He stole my former girl. I feel like he has a personal vendetta against me, and it's possible that... He may have run away with Petunia. Mm -mm. I have a gun in my petticoat. If I see that man, I will kill him. Will you shoot him just immediately without question? I will not ask a single question. I will shoot him on sight. Wonderful. That is truly wonderful to have your blessing. Now tell me this. Will me shooting this man and defending the honor of your daughter encourage you to possibly adopt me and let me call you mommy? It can't hurt. All right, all right. I will keep my eyes open for that man. I will keep my eyes open for that pussy chasing motherfucker. Maxwell. I'm sorry. I've had two butter beans. Watch your fucking goddamn shit ass mouth. I was only going to have one butter bean, but the second one was on the house. And you know me, I always drink something if it's on top of a house. 
Hey, buddy. Yeah? I think I see Maxwell over there. Oh. Should we really be hanging around with these guys? We kind of left because of all the drama at the house. I don't really want that following us here. Yeah, we probably shouldn't be hanging out there. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. My slutty shit's at my new apartment. You want to go that way? Oh, that sounds awesome. Okay, we're going to have to sneak past Petunia, though. I mean, uh, Priscilla. Mother Darby, I do have to use the facilities. I'm going to stand and turn my front parts to the remainder of the bar, and shit, that is him. Oh, that my. is the man who stole my woman. Hey, come oh, on, buddy. No. And with no questions being asked, what are you doing? Oh. I pull forth from my belt. Oh my God! What are you, what are you doing? Mine revolver. What are you doing? Hand. Hey. Why? Oh, oh my God! Ow! Oh my God! Oh, buddy! Ouch! Buddy! I love you, girl. Hey, what's going on here? I heard gunshots. This man just shot my boyfriend. You're under arrest. It was a gentleman's duel. Off, hands off, you bastard. No, don't put me in your paddy wagon. Well, it looks like things have gotten a bit messy here. I will be off to find my sweet Petunia. Uh, oh my, things seem to have become quite, quite violent here. Rev! Hello. Don't think I wouldn't see you hiding in the corner over there. Oh, Miss Darby, I, I came here with your butler. We thought you might need something. I do need something. I need you to help me find Petunia. Yes, her and her man, Michael, was it? They were sitting in the corner right over there, and they walked outside, and the bartender slammed them into the back of a van. It would seem, my dear Miss Darby, if I may speak out of turn, that Petunia may have found herself in another's arms. In another's arms? Meanwhile, how are we gonna get out of this van? Well, I I don't think that we can fit through these bars. I don't think so either. We've all been gaining a little bit of weight with all this wedding food. Hey, hey, Tony! Tony, where are you taking us? Hey there, buddy. Where are you taking us? <laughs> oh, you know, here and there. Where and where, where? where? You know, elsewhere and thither and dither. This doesn't seem like a good idea. Also, keep your eyes on the road. There's a moose up ahead. <laughs> Next time on Priscilla Darby's In Another's Arms. Are you truly going to marry this man instead of me? I can't find my keys to my car. Drusilla, can't breathe in there. Mmm, funky chimney boy, I've brought you your offering. Thanks. I just love Maxwell so much because he loves me when he hugs me. In, In another's, another's have to pee right in the middle of something that you're trying to record and you you can't really get away from where you are well wouldn't it be great if you could take a pill that would have a sponge grow inside of your bladder and just soak it all up that'd be really great bladder sponges someone should make that up this isn't for a product this is just an idea hey this is me jordan i'm hey. here to talk about the bladder sponge idea oh hey jordan it's me wade i like it wade i like the idea about a bladder sponge but uh -huh. i'm thinking what how when when if um and like when you <laughs> Yeah, go on. 
like and okay, so with the sponge, how it's in the bl- it's in the bladder, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. You yeah, take yeah. it, you put it in the bladder. Uh-huh. Um, I'm assuming you swallow it. Yeah, you swallow it in liquid form, okay. so then it goes to your bladder, got it, got and then it, got it turns it. into a sponge. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So when you're taking this bladder sponge and you're putting it into your body and you're you're drinking it, right? Because it's a liquid at right. first, and, right? And then it gets into your bladder. Tell me, tell me. Uh, how does one? Well, well, when, uh, well. Here's the deal. Like you're gonna use it, and it's gonna soak up all that pee, right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, then, yeah. Mm, okay. So the pee soaked up. It's in your bladder. Right. The pee's still in your bladder, but yeah. it's soaked up. Right. Uh, so it's not. It's not like a permanent fix. Right. Like, cause eventually it's gonna leak out of that sponge. You're gonna have to pee it out. But it's just right. like, oh man, I'm recording this thing. My name is Kelsey, and I just had to leave in the middle of recording yeah, something. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna yeah. pop this thing. It's gonna yeah, soak yeah, yeah. up the urine. It's gonna relieve the urges for you know a couple of hours, okay. and then it'll scoosh out, and I'll have to actually pee. Okay, later. scoosh. Please. So it's more of a delay. That's that's the part that I'm confused about is the yeah, scoosh. Yeah, yeah. The scoosh. Tell me about the scoosh and how that functions and how that <laughs> happens and what occurs yeah, when it scooshes. Yeah. So I and um, also what occurs. Yeah, so I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Far be it for me to pretend that I'm a doctor. But I know that you can get uh you can get uh stones in your bladder. That, S- stones, yeah. in your bladder stones. Bladder stones, yeah. yeah. And your bladder will like squeeze them out, like squish them out, like okay. like using its muscles right, to kind of right. like squish oh, them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it'll yeah. try to squish the sponge out, yeah. and what it likes to do is just it wrings out the sponge. Oh. And then you pee out what it wrung out. Yeah. Oh. So the, the sponge is always so. there. <laughs> It's just always there. It's just all, okay, so it doesn't leave. So right, it's a one-time thing. You take the sponge once, and then you just have it. It's like an implant. Right, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Side effects probably include um, heavy menstrual cramping, even as a man. Okay. What do you think the side effects will include? I think I can I can picture some, um, some cranium drifting. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ten tinnitus, where you just hear like a really bad ringing in your ears. Ten times. Ten times, yeah. Ten tinnitus. Ten times tinnitus. Yeah, I think that would happen. Yeah. And you you also need to look out for um, uh, scratchy undercarriage. Mm, yeah, scratchy That's undercarriage. Just every day, though. Yeah. Check for your undercarriage because yeah. it might be getting scratchy and you don't even know. Yep. Uh, prostate pins and needles. Ooh. Yeah. I don't like like, it. Do you ever have when, you're, when you've been on the toilet for too long and your prostate falls asleep? Yes. Oh, man. You know what would be a great idea? What? A prostate alarm clock for when you're sitting on the toilet for too long and your prostate falls asleep. You just take a pill. And it goes down into your intestines, and okay. it turns into an alarm clock. Okay. And then whenever does your it prostate use your bone asleep, structure as a sort of reverberation, like a yeah, yeah, amplification yeah, yeah, yeah. device? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah, it, yeah, got yeah, it, yeah. got it. Yeah. So it rings through your bones, and uh, and it wakes your prostate right up. Okay, and I'm kind of worried about side effects with that, though. Like, what are you what are you thinking? Like, I'm thinking twenty tinnitus. Twenty tinnitus. That'd yeah. be so. If you well, you got an alarm going yeah, off on your bones. True. So if you had both the bladder sponge and the prostate alarm clock. You'd yes. have 30 tinnitus. 30 tinnitus. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a lot of tinnitus. Okay, so let's well, just okay. say this. Let's just get some earplugs, though. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. the sound will be You're not going to hear ringing in. in your ears. Yeah, not if you're wearing earplugs. Yeah. Oh, Kels, you're back. Looks like, oh, no, she's walking away. Oh, she's got to keep talking about okay, it. Okay, so, okay. Earplugs in your ears. Yes. Sponge in your bladder. Yes. Alarm clock in, in your, your guts. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... What else do we think could be a, a potential side effect of, of using both products at the same time? Do Ooh. we think that's safe? It's not safe, but you got to weigh safety versus convenience. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I guess we've got a lot of magic friends. So, hey, magic people who've been on our show, make this happen. I think these are some pretty groovy ideas. Yeah, Kelsey's back. Kelsey's back. Good uh, deal. You know what? I'm going to leave. Okay. You guys do an interview or something. <laughs> All right. All right, see ya. <laughs> 
Welcome back, everybody. This is Jordan, and Kelsey is also here. Hello. Hi, Kelsey. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. We never talk in this part. We just get straight to talking to our guests. That's true. Yeah. I think I think it's because I don't really enjoy talking to you. That's right. So, All right. Okay. Yeah. So on the show today, we have uh, Colton Dole. Hello. Do I... Is this when I talk? Yeah. This is when you talk. <laughs> Hello. Um, mm-hmm. I actually have no notes about... Wade was supposed to take notes about who you are and why you're on the show. He didn't do that. So yes. I don't know. I remember when I was when I was talking to him before the show, he uh-huh. was... He was do you have something? Do, you, do oh. I have something? Oh, no. I thought you had something in your mouth. No. Oh, okay. No. People oh. sometimes think that I've got something in my mouth. But truth be told, I was born with a very rare genetic birth defect called um, um, oral miniatus. Oral, oral miniatus. Yes. It's because my mouth is, is very small. I have to eat. Everything I eat has to be eaten with incredibly small spoons that are important <laughs> i would really appreciate it if you didn't laugh i'm sorry they're imported from the orient it's your body language that you're using to describe these things it's very funny to i'm me. sorry i will try to control my body <laughs> but you see most people know that the mouth is the most expressive part of the human face and because of my condition i've had to learn to communicate very non-verbally because <laughs> I find this all very, very rude. I'm really <laughs> sorry. I'm really sorry. It's a real, it's a very real condition. It's on par with blindness. I've heard about that. That's very a serious issue. It's a very mm-hmm. serious issue. But anyway. I'm sorry for laughing. It's yeah, that's okay. I understand. I- initially, it can be sort of disconcerting. With how small that my mouth is, and also how long my mustache is, it can seem that I'm—I just don't have a mouth at all. <laughs> I was told by a hairstylist in um, in in St. Louis, where I live, that if I was to grow a mustache, it might appear as if my mouth was larger. Um, and so far, it has not worked. It has only elicited similar responses to what you just said. Or you just did laughter. Laughter oh. being the response. Well, you know, my intent was to shave my mustache before I came on the program. But I mm. realized that I wouldn't have very much time. And I noticed that, well, this is just, this is not a, a visual medium. So I don't think anyone will see my petite teeth and my tiny little whips. So perhaps it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Because I thought that perhaps I'd be I'm being interviewed by two professionals. <laughs> Whoa, hey, I'm and sorry. What seems to be happening is I'm being interviewed by two jokers. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'm really sorry. Okay, <clears throat> let's just start start mm-hmm. over. Yes, on a okay. Clean slate. Okay, welcome to the show. Thank you, Colton Dole. Thank you for welcoming me to the show. You're welcome for me welcoming I'm you. I'm Colton Dole. This is Colton Dole. Colton, what do you do for a living? I am a uh, animal chiropractor. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why is this funny? It's a true issue that sometimes animals, animals like sparrows or chinchillas or perhaps okapis or orangutans, um, they have lower back pain. And you can tell they have this lower back pain because they will say to you, I have lower back pain. They say so it? Or... Well, Go ahead. Mm-hmm. They they tell you. 
They have lower they back don't, pain. They don't tell me, they, but they tell their owners, mm. and then their owners come and say, "My, my, my seahorse has lower back pains, and I would like you to work to match for him." Okay. So then, what I would do is I will I will work on the bones and crack mm. the bones and realign the spinal column and make sure that everything is in alignment. Oh. And then they will feel so much better. When you said spinal column yes you kind of your eyes widened and you shook a little bit spinal column yeah just like yes. that um yes, it's true is that your favorite part the f- my favorite part of the body of any vertebrae is their spinal column now this is why i'm not a fan of invertebrates yeah that kind of puts you out of a because job because they, they i cannot do anything to their bones because they do not have a spine mm. and spines are my specialty Ah. So, people, the, I am one of the first animal chiropractors in the city of St. Louis. Um, oh, St. Louis. So, I've worked on many animals. I've worked on dogs. I've worked on uh, felines. I've worked on uh, birds, many aviary critters. I've worked on um, a few mollusks, which is weird because some people think that mollusks are invertebrates. Mm. But they still just like a good... Knuckle cracking now and again <laughs> on their little tentacles. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Huh. What do you What do you think of that, Kelsey? It's very very intriguing. I would like to know how people's animals are communicating with them to let them know. Oh, it's very simple. Imagine do you do you have any animals? Mm-hmm. I have a dog and a cat. You have a dog and a cat. Tell me, what are their names? Well, the dog is named River. Oh, that is a good name for a dog. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then the cat is named Buster. Okay. So imagine that you are in your uh, in your in your kitchen area. You're cooking some oats, sowing wild oats, and um, what? I'm sorry, is that not the expression for cooking oats? Go ahead. <laughs> I don't do a lot of cooking because I have to have very special foods. Oh yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but the size of my mouth is symbolic. It's quite small, yeah. And so a lot of my foods have to be in very petite, compact yeah. little packages. So your like dog... instead of a hot dog, you would eat a pig in a blanket. I would eat a Vienna sausage. <laughs> you yes. eat Vienna sausage. Yes, <laughs> and it would be very difficult. I would have to open my mouth as wide as I can <laughs> and then just slide it in there. <laughs> and sometimes the Vienna sausages would be too big. And I will have to find a similar Vienna sausage. Uh. And sometimes it can be difficult because you guys haven't seen this because my hands have been under the desk this whole time. Oh. But they're also very, very small. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're (laughs) like... But they match your mouth. Yeah, they do match my mouth, which is good for picking my teeth. Oh, yeah. Um, I used to, when I was growing up, I would kiss and hold the hands of Barbie dolls because they had the same size <laughs> moods and hands. Ah, that makes sense. Yes. So that is why I, I don't know a lot of the nomenclature or the right turns of phrase surrounding the consumption of oats. Got it. So okay. when I say sowing wild oats, what does it mean to you? It doesn't matter. For to <laughs> me, it means to just eat a bowl of oatmeal. Do you often eat a bowl of oatmeal? Or is no, I cannot. No. Well, sometimes it just takes me a very long time to get through it. Mm. Because if you've noticed, my mouth is very small. And it makes it difficult to fit 
too many oats at a time in. Right. And so, you know how when you leave a bowl of oats out for too long, it turns into essentially concrete? Yeah. By the time I get through a bowl, it's like that. So I normally mm. stick with Vienna sausages and um, kale smoothies. Ah, uh, smoothies. Lots of smoothies. So instead of like a burger, you mm. would eat a slider. Yes, I would eat a slider, but it would still take me quite a long time. Yeah. Yes, I normally can only... Here's the hard part. It's not that I can only finish half of a slider. Right. It's, it's just it takes so long. It's it takes so long. I'm hungry all the time. I've noticed that the rest of you is normal. Normal human proportions. You should see if oh well before I go down that line of thought, I need to ask do either of you suffer from d blindness? No, I, I don't personally. Okay, then no. let me tell you this. You should see my d Nah, I'm okay. <laughs> it's average. Okay, that's fine. But in these hands, that's a joke from Deadpool. Got it's it. It's funny. Got it. It's just, I really appreciated that movie because it brought to the foreground um, some of my own afflictions with having sure. tiny, tiny hands. Little yeah. Little baby mm. hands. Right. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> um, have you ever eaten, um, you know, those crusty Krabby Patties? That are like the little crust, mini. The Krusty Krab is a fictional restaurant. Okay, but have I, I know about real and fake restaurants. No, I mean, have you seen the little candies that are Krusty Krabby patties? The Krabby Patties gummies. Yeah, the little gummies. Oh yes, because that could, would be like the I could size. eat those, but I don't like gummy things. It sticks mm. to my teeth. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It's mm. too bad somebody can't just like make burgers that yes. size for you. It's hard because the gummies stick to my teeth and my teeth are very, very small mm -hmm. but my tongue is actually the same size as a normal person's <laughs> tongue. Oh. It's right. really my mouth like the cavity the mouth cavity is a normal size but it's just the opening is extremely <laughs> small and the teeth are extremely small. Got it. I have 42,000 teeth because they fill the same amount of space. <laughs> But they're very small. So you're like a shark? No, sharks have seven different layers of teeth. Now listen, I know this because I've had to do chiropractice, chiromancy on <laughs> several sharks Chir in the St. Louis area. You say chiromancy? Yeah, it's a joke among oh. chiropractors oh, gotcha. because some people will come in to normal chiropractors, human chiropractors, mm -hmm. and they will suffer from many ailments. And then they will get chiropractic, chiro, chiropractor stuff done for a while. Right. And then they will say, this was like magic. And we will say, it was chiromancy. And it's a very funny joke. That's funny. Yes. We, when <laughs> I went to a chiropractor conference in Denver, they were selling shirts that said, I'm not a wizard. I'm a chiromancer. Neat. Okay. So I do have a question <laughs> for you. I'm ready to hear it. I know that you didn't come on the show to talk about your... Uh, mouth or your hands. I didn't. I, I came to talk about animal chiropractic piss. <laughs> okay. Um, so my question is also not about that. Okay. But I just want to ask you, I, I find it, well, here, okay. <clears throat> is there any kind of dating service for people with that, with small mouths and small hands? Um, no. No. There's not a dating service for people like me. Okay. But I am uh, happily married. Oh. Uh, yes, to um, my partner. What's their name? Her name is um, uh, Christina Dole, obviously. She took my name. Okay. She didn't have a maiden name. Oh. 
Her name was just Christina. Her name was just Christina. Oh. I married her from. Well, I suppose this could be considered a service of some sorts. Mm. I um I I I um. I like where this is going, Colton. Well, I it was it was a, a, a service. This is the part where this gets weird. I don't think it gets weird. There's always a part where the interview gets weird, no, and I think no, it's no, this no, part. No, no. It was farmers <laughs> only. Oh, farmers only. Oh, okay. Farmers only. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's a farmer. Oh, yeah. but are oh. you a farmer? I I have a small um, subsistence farm on my oh, property okay. in St. Louis. Does that count for farmers only? Uh, well, you see, they seem kind of strict. They do have a very strict policy. So what I had to do was because you have to submit photographs of your farm and your farm tools mm -hmm. to prove that you are a farmer. Okay. And so all of my farm tools, just uh, like hoes and. Yeah, and stuff, you have right? to have pictures of all your hoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a funny joke among <laughs> yeah, the farmers' yeah, yeah. only okay. community. All right, all right, all right. You would know if you was a farmer. I got it. Um, <laughs> so I had all of my farming equipment. It's real farming equipment. Mm -hmm. But you know how sometimes you get those desktop sand gardens and they come with a tiny little rake? Yes. I had to get all of my um, farming equipment custom made about that size. Right. Because of my tiny little hand. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then I I have uh, about two acres of land that I've farmed with all of my different tools. Um, it's taken me most of my adult life to get my farm set up, but it's very nice. Good, and I good, grow good. tomatoes and I grow avocados and I grow <laughs> wheat and I grow barley. And I grow, um, I grow oranges. What else do you grow? I grow grapes. I uh -huh. grow apples. What else? I grow <laughs> avocado. Oh, I said avocados. You did. I grow dates. Oh. Mm. I grow, um, I grow figs. What else? I Aren't dates just prunes? Shh. No, no, no. You're shh, shh. plums, but I do grow plums. That's and right. then I sometimes dry them to make um, prunes. Okay. Yes. What else do you grow? I grow cannabis. Oh. I grow um I grow carrots. Carrots. I grow celery. Okay. I grow palm trees. Okay. I grow coconuts. Okay. All on two acres? Yes. Shh. I only I'm I sorry. Have, well, Kelsey, shut up and let him finish. So okay here's What else do you grow? I <laughs> I grow cocoa beans, I grow coffee beans, I grow navy beans, and I don't grow black beans. What else don't you grow? I don't grow black beans. I don't grow pinto beans. Uh -huh. I do not grow broccoli. Uh -huh. I do not grow cauliflower. Uh -huh. I do not grow radishes. Mm -hmm. I do <laughs> not grow kale. Okay. I do not grow lettuce. Wait, what was that one? Lettuce. Okay. I do not grow... Potatoes? I feel like your, your listeners will not be very interested. Keep going. Okay. I do not <laughs> grow um, uh, uh, turnips. Okay. I do not grow any of the ingredients for collard greens. Okay. <laughs> I do not grow asparagus. Okay. I do not grow Brussels sprouts. Mm. I don't grow s any kind of sprouts. Okay. I do not grow... You don't grow alfalfa sprouts? Nope. I do not like alfalfa sprouts. Okay. I do not like it. Sam, I am. Okay. All right. That's one of my favorite authors is um, Dr. Seuss. Tell me more about that. About my favorite author, Dr. Yep. Seuss. Yeah, tell me more. Why do you like Dr. Seuss? I like Dr. Seuss because uh, everything he says rhymes, and that's very nice. And his books are very, very short. And when I read a book, it's hard to hold in my tiny little hands. Uh, and so it's good to have, you know, only... When it's only 20 pages. Nine or 10 pages, <laughs> just flip through, and then I'm done, and I get that sense of accomplishment in my chest. Mm. Do you Could you get... Oh, go ahead. 
I was going to ask, could you get a Kindle? And like maybe that would help you oh. to be able I to read and I hold just, a book. I just like the feeling of pages. Does mm. the Kindle pick up your tiny fingers as a finger? You have to push really hard. Got it. You, you just have to use your whole hand. It thinks yeah, your whole hand is a finger. I have to have one of the old ones that mm. has the actual buttons on the side. And it's like I have to kind of punch, punch it. it. Yeah. Mm. Well, and that, that sometimes is difficult because my biceps are normal human bicep <laughs> size. And so, so I can punch pretty hard. But it's just hand. a very narrow point of contact. It's hurt. like when you're a dog. If you have a very small dog and they weigh like seven, eight, nine, ten pounds and they step right on your junk <laughs> and they put all of their weight into one paw. Uh-huh. And it's just a lot of pressure on one little spot. Do you think they do that because their spine is out of alignment or is that just something? Oh, it's do? exactly why they do that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's something you see often. I often see people come in and they will say, I have... Um, a serious problem when my dog is always stepping really hard on my genitals. So I'm just f***ing around on Facebook while you're talking. Uh-huh. And I noticed that. Yeah. But it's okay by me. I'm just doing some background research, and I see here that you have a really large collection of anime young girl body pillows. Uh-huh. And I wondered, uh, what's up with that? Well, I just... It's I like 40 or 50 yes. teenage girl anime body yes, pillows. Yes, yes. Uh, 47. Is how many I have. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm working towards getting a full 50. How does your wife feel about that? She is, uh, well, she is number 43. The 43rd pillow. I married her. Mm. Oh. So Christ- she's fine with it. Yeah, Christine. Yeah. Christine the pillow. Was that what her name was? I don't Christina. Remember. Christina. Christina the pillow. <laughs> she's your wife, man. Oh, there's 46 others. Sometimes it's hard to keep their names straight. Okay. Oh, so you have so now multiple we got to the wives. Part. So my, uh, I have always had a deep love for Japanese art. Mm-hmm. It, it, it came to me when I was very young and I was trying to find a hobby. As it does. I was trying to find a hobby that I was good at. I had tried playing ping pong. I had tried playing baseball. I had tried playing bumbers. I had tried playing. You tried the, playing bumbers? Uh-huh. Did the milk stop you? The milk, I couldn't grab the glasses. It's impossible. You've seen the standard size milk glasses. Yes. <laughs> I had I had tried Trailer Park Apple Jacks. I had tried tennis. Mm. I had tried water polo. And all of the equipment was too big for my tiny hands. What other sports did you try? I, tri- <laughs> I tried uh, horse racing. Mm-hmm. I tried dog fights. Okay. Which we can get into that later, but that's how I got interested in animal chiropractic, Mancy. I'll I, remember that. I had tried soccer. Okay. Which, it, that had nothing to do with the size of my hands. I just didn't like the sport. Interesting. What sports didn't you try? I did, you did try? not try pole vaulting. Okay. I did not try fencing. Okay. I did not try uh, curling. Mm-hmm. I did not try toboggan racing. I did mm. not try any sort of snow sports. Mm. I did what not about try redneck golf? I've never even heard of that. What oh. is that? Tell me about redneck We're golf. We're talking about real sports, Kelsey, that oh, exist okay. in real yeah, life, like, like bumpers. bumpers. The most popular sport in all of mm-hmm. America. Yes. So if you could it just... Is. Okay. Anyway, I had you. tried all of those, and I had tried some other things, and um, I saw on the Discovery Channel a uh-huh. special about an artist from Japan, and he could paint on tiny little pieces of rice, mm. and I became infatuated with Japanese art. That makes sense. I have no skills with art. I'm very bad, but it made me very interested. And as I saw more and more art and more and more tentacles and more and more large eyeballs and more and more beads of sweat and more and more hentai and more and more of all sorts of these things, um, I 
I, I, I began to fall in love with the craft on a much more visceral level and started to purchase girlfriend pillows for myself off of FarmersOnly.com. Uh, they, they have those on Farmers Only? Yes, they sell them on FarmersOnly.com. Interesting. <laughs> because not a lot of people know this, but those pillows are not sewn or created. They are grown. <laughs> They're grown. They're grown out of the hente fields of Okinawa. Oh, <laughs> right. That's where they grow those tentacle testosterone. Tentacle testosterone. It's the same mm-hmm. company. Same company. Oh, yeah. They really? made all 47 of your wives? They've made others as well, but yes. Sure. They made all 47 of my wives. So are all, are there no two pillows alike? No. So your Christina. <laughs> no, there isn't no two pillows alike? <laughs> no. So there, all the pillows are the same? No, there <laughs> isn't no two pillows that are not alike. <laughs> no, you're, you're mincing words. Um, <laughs> you see, um, they uh. are n- all the pillows are unique. Because God only makes unique items. Every tomato is unique. Cool. Every avocado is unique. Okay. Every person is unique. What isn't unique? <laughs> what isn't unique? Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, things that aren't unique would include um, <laughs> dog spines. They're all the same. They're all the same. They and all every, follow every single dog has the same <laughs> spine. The same principles of chiromancy. Okay. <clears throat> all cat spines are the same. That was kind of a joke question. Oh, okay. Sorry, I will stop. Um, <laughs> Kelsey, do you have a do you have a different question for him? Um, can you list the names of the other pillows? Oh um, yeah. Yes, sure. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven. Okay. Deborah. Deborah. Eight, nine, ten, Susie, twelve, thirteen. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. That's okay. I, I think we get the idea. Oh, I'm not done yet. Uh, 19, no. Christina, 20, 21. And then all the numbers all okay. the way up. All the way up. So Christina is just before... 21. And just after 20. I believe so. Is 19. I think so. I get very confused sometimes. Yeah, I would imagine so. It's a lot of wives to mm-hmm. handle. So Do you feed them? I'm sorry, a lot of pillows. Have you have you ever been to uh, have you ever <laughs> have you ever been to Japan? Mm. No, I have I've never been it's to Japan. Good. You see, uh, animal chiropractic is not a very well lucrative business. You right. don't make a lot of money as an animal chiropractor. Mm. So I have that's actually why I came on your show was in hopes that perhaps to drum up a bit more business mm. for my Animal chiropractic practice. Okay. Animal chiropractic. That is funny. There you go. I should make sure that I put that on our next newsletter. Good deal. Um, <laughs> all right. So I did have one Colton's more question. Colton's column. Colton's column. That's the name of your newsletter? Our newsletter we send it out every week to all of our customers. Is that explicitly chiropractory? Chi- 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 it actually very rarely talks about chiropractory. I think that's right. I don't. No. You're the one who does it for a living. <laughs> I do it on animals. It's not real. Oh, okay. Kind of like vets aren't real doctors. Does having tiny little hands help with your job? Very much so. I would think so. I've had to do chiropractitioning on goldfish. <laughs> I've had to do it on salamanders. I've had to do it on newts. Uh-huh. I've had to do it on all sorts of very small animals. And having tiny little hands helps to pop their spines back into a one. Makes sense. Yeah. It seems like a perfect job for you. 
it's when it's 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 good. It works. So while flipping through Facebook and various sources online, uh-huh. I've noticed that you are wanted in six states. That's true. Yeah. Could you name those states? Yeah, those states are Rhode Island, Mississippi, <laughs> Alabama. Um oh gosh, I'm just racking my brain. Oh no, it looks like I found Alabama. A, looks like I found a loophole. Um Michigan. <laughs> Michigan. Uh Co- Co- Colorado. Oh, here. Yes. Okay. Um but I've been given diplomatic immunity for radio programs. And but also Oregon. I don't think that's a real thing. I was <coughs> told that it was by a police detective. So Rhode Island, Mississippi, Alabama, Michigan, Colorado, and Oregon? Yes, those are those states. That's a widespread of yeah. places. I've been everywhere, man. Okay, yeah, 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 we don't have the rights to that. Stop, 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 stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a lot of places. So Rhode Island. Sure, let's talk about Rhode Island. What happened? Well, I moved to Rhode Island because it was the smallest of the states. And I thought that perhaps they would be more accepting of people with smaller appendages, like (laughs) mouths and hands. Uh Is a mouth really an appendage? Well, I just know I was forming them together. A mouth is an orifice. Mm -hmm. As a doctor, I know a lot about (laughs) the body, about appendages and orifices and joints and organs. Those are the four. Those are the five. Oh, but you're forgetting about eyes. Oh, those are the six. Those are the six. So we've got orifices. Orifices, appendages, bones, arteries, eyes. That's it. And then some other (laughs) six thing. What are those six? I don't remember. I don't recall. Anyway, um, (laughs) it turns out that the people in Rhode Island, um, oh, goodness, you just spilled whiskey all over the recording table. Shut up. (laughs) Shut your mouth. Uh, shut my mouth. That's not very What happened in Rhode Island, Colton? Yes, in Rhode Island, I was arrested because I was practicing uh, animal chiropractic without a license. Okay. Yes. Mm. I was doing it um, in an alley uh, where rich people would walk their dogs, and then they would would tie their dogs up outside of this fancy coffee shelf, and they would go in to get coffee, and I would run out, and um, I would... Just shot popping their dog's spines. Oh, gosh. But in a good way, not hurting them, but making them be very healthy. And they would say to me, oh, thank you very much, Colton. I the dogs would? The dogs would say, okay. I feel very much better. What about the owners? The owners would say, get your hands off of my dog, you fucking creep. Yeah. And put a shirt on. And put a shirt on. <laughs> All right. Yes. Mississippi. In Mississippi, I uh, was arrested because I uh, got a little bit political that year. And I what said, year was this? This was, oh, um, when was the Civil War? <laughs> 1860? 1860. It was about uh, 200 years after that. <laughs> no, so I'm sorry. Just 100 years after So that. 1960? 1960. Okay. <laughs> How old are you? Huh? How old are you? Oh, I was born in 1958. Okay. So, so you were two? I was <laughs> two years old. And I was getting very political. <laughs> and I was in my daycare center. So, Ke- so Kennedy and Nixon are running. Kennedy and Nixon are running. Okay. They're running away uh, around a track. No. Oh, it's just what I thought when I was but a baby. Sure. This was back when my hands and my mouth were still proportionate to the rest of me. So I was like <laughs> just a normal little kid with a political agenda. 
Okay. And I said that um, black people should be allowed to vote. Oh. And they said, nope. <laughs> and they issued a warrant for my arrest, and but I had to flee. I'm pretty sure black oh, people... Oh, wait a minute. No, this was in 1860. This was in 1860. Okay. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. Yes, in Alabama, I, I, was, uh, I w- was driving my Chevy Camaro uh, down um, uh, down uh, uh, University Boulevard in Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. And I was stopped by a traffic, uh, an officer of the law, a constable on patrol. Okay. <laughs> and he asked me for my license and registration. And I said... Listen here, you piggy-ass motherfucker. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> I don't need any of your shit today. I've got to go to work at, at the animal chiropractic. And they said, no, sir. You can't speak to an officer of the law like that. Please step out of the vehicle. And I stepped out of the vehicle, and then I ran <laughs> into the forest. <laughs> and, and they I didn't ran, you. And I ran. And I ran until I made it to the Tennessee border. And then I turned around right after I stepped over the line and I mooned them. And I said, check, check this out. You'll never catch me. And I ran into the underbrush. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. That was my most violent crime. That was the most violent crime. All right. Uh, Michigan. In Michigan, I crashed a boat into a school bus. That was <laughs> not more violent than mooning some cops? It was because it was uh, an accident. Um, it was not murder. Still violent. It was manslaughter. <gasps> manslaughter was a little bit different because you do it on accident. All right. I was driving the boat, and, um, well, it was a friend's boat. Uh-huh. And he said, you should drive. And I said, I don't know if I should drive the boat because I have these tiny little hands, and the steering wheel is very big. And he said, well, just drive with your elbows. So I was trying to drive sure. with my I was trying to drive with my elbows, uh-huh. and um, I was safe. driving around in the middle of the Great Lakes, uh-huh. and there was a school bus uh-huh. that had um, in the middle of the lake. Well, what had happened was there was a plane that was carrying a school bus full of children on a field trip, <laughs> and the cargo bay opened, and the whole school bus full of children fell out of the sky, okay. and happened to coincide as I was driving over the water, <laughs> and I struck the bus and um, killed all the children. That sounds more like. The pilot's fault of the airplane that dropped a bus full of children into the Great Lakes. You would think that, but he was a very wealthy man and had a very good lawyer. That'll do it. Okay. And so he was going to have me sent to prison, and so I fled the state. Hmm. Okay, and I realize we're in Colorado. This might be a touchy subject, but what so, are you wanted for in Colorado? In Colorado, I am wanted um, for strangling an endangered species of bear. Strangling? Yes. What species of bear was this? This is called the narrow-necked Nigerian bear. The narrow-necked Nigerian <laughs> bear. This is endangered. And it's, and in, it's Colorado? in Colorado? Yes. It looks, you can, sometimes people think it's just a standard black bear. But imagine a black bear. And when it gets to its neck, it becomes about the size of a coffee stir stick. <laughs> and then it goes back to a normal. Did you say a coffee stir stick? A coffee stir stick. Okay. And then it goes back to a normal size bear. Interesting. What happened was, I was living in Colorado, and I was dating a girl, and she had broken up with me, and I was very... This was not one of your pillows? No, this was a real person. Okay. Uh-huh. And she said to me, Colton, when we make out, I cannot get my tongue into your mouth, and I can only feel the tip of yours eking out of your mouth, and it freaks me out, and you cannot perform cunnilingus very well, and you can't do anything with your hands, and foreplay is very important to me. <laughs> 
It's and like a very sexually demanding girlfriend. She was. She yes, she was. She was a very. She was a free spirit, and she was more experienced than I was. And she knew what she wanted. She knew her own body. <laughs> and I could not. I know now. More, why are you laughing? It's just the way you said and it. And I'm more mature now, and I know now that um, she needed to do what was best for her. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't help provide. Well, that's mature of you. But at the time, I was very distraught, and I felt very weak and powerless. And so I went onto a forum to see what people with tiny, tiny hands sometimes did to make themselves feel more powerful. And I found that they will sometimes uh, strangle these bears <laughs> that are native <laughs> to Colorado. So I went out to the Rocky Mountains, uh-huh. and I put out three marshmallows underneath a sagebush what? and okay. a nickel, because those are the things that attract these bears. <laughs> and I waited for Three them. marshmallows and a nickel, specifically? Under a sagebush. Under yes, a sagebush. Under okay, do you have sorry. to lay the nickel a certain way? Like, do you have to arrange everything a certain way? Or No, it's fine, however, but it cannot okay. be uh, one of the new nickels with their buffalo on the back. Oh, because okay. these bears are very scared. What of about one of the old nickels with the buffalo on the back? Uh, no, not one of those either. <laughs> just the new ones. Just in, anywhere just in, between in between those years. If there's a buffalo on the back, the bear will not come, <laughs> because okay. bears are that. I mean, buffaloes are their natural predators. Got it, got it, got it. So I waited for the bear to come out, and I went out and I jumped on his back, and I wrestled him using my forearms to the ground. Okay. And then I grabbed his neck with my petite little hands, and I swangled and swangled and swangled until he was no longer breathing. Wow. And then I held on longer because I had seen on forensic files that even after someone loses consciousness, you have to maintain pressure to actually kill them. Otherwise, it takes a while. The brain just waned. So I held and yeah. held and held and held and held. So I was sure that the bear was dead. And then I cried and cried and cried because I felt very sad. Mm. So I rolled the bear over, and I, st- I aligned his spine. <laughs> and I was about to leave when a park ranger found me and said, oh. you're under arrest. And I said, what'd you do? I said, your mom's under arrest. And he laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> and I used that excuse to <laughs> run away. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what happened in Oregon? Hmm. Yes. Oregon was a very interesting one. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. I'm g- I believe you. Thank you. Great. Well, um, I think yeah. we're running a little short on time here. Yeah, that's true. Colton, um, but it was really interesting having you in. It was really interesting to be here. Do I you want to go ahead and plug your chiropractice? Chiropr- yes, my chiropractice is called um, Colton's Home for F***ed <laughs> Up Pets. <laughs> it's for if your pets are f***ed up, you bring them to me and I will fix them. Huh. Um, we are in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, you can come on, come, come down, b- bring your, uh, bring your pets, and I will, f- I will fix them. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Also, um, make sure that you donate to centers for rare diseases. Uh, sometimes people will only donate to centers for popular diseases mm. like cancer or AIDS or uh, right. polio. They've got plenty or of money. The Spanish flu, and yeah. those places are all they're fine. So donate. they're rolling in it. They're rolling in cash. Like man, we're cu- we're curing AIDS and we're rolling in it. <laughs> yeah, the rolling in AIDS. AIDS money. Money. Yeah, AIDS, AIDS money. AIDS money. Yeah. So, yeah, donate to, to the cards. Alrighty. Well, it was great having you on the show. It was good to see you too. Here, shit. Oh, this is always the weird part. When farewells and greetings, when I go to shake someone's hand. Well, I don't think it matters because you hear that in the background there? No. I think that's the police coming oh, for you. Oh, those are the police coming. Yeah. Do you want to run now or do you want to wait for them to get um, here so you can move? I'm going to run to the border of Wyoming. Good. And I'm going to moon them there. Okay, sounds, sounds you guys, good. You guys have North been is that way. Well, 
Okay. So just go. I don't want. I, yeah, thank you for See knowing your cardinal directions. Paige, Goodbye, open friends. the door. Uh, see ya. Paige, open the door for Colton. He's running. Oh, ow, I want to keep this. The voice not quite as. Damn it, Paige. All right. He's out of here. That was interesting, Kelsey. It was interesting. He's yeah, very low was, key. It weird. was low key. It wasn't like too crazy. Like yeah. I didn't feel too uncomfortable. Yeah. So well, we good. know where to go if my cats get their spines on mm -hmm. mine. And if my dog or cat gets their spine. That's right. And all of you know, drive yep. down to Missouri. Mm -hmm. Colton will hook you up. Yep. I'm Jordan Nicholson. I'm Kelsey. We'll see you all next week. Here's the deal, Rev. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> it's not even close. How? Priscilla Darby. There we go. <laughs> Hello, I'm Priscilla Darby. I'm driving as fast as I can. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> now the van guy. It's not even right. It's not even right. <laughs> Was that supposed to be Petunia? <laughs> it's supposed to be Priscilla. Hey, Priscilla. <laughs> All right, let's get our shit together. All right. Um, where are we going? Last time on Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah. Oh, Maxwell, I found a parking space. <laughs> What's wrong with my voice? <laughs> Try that again. Maxwell, I found a park. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I can't get it. Maxwell! How could you know? Did you not fucking see Max Maxwell? Fucking Petunia was in that bar with... Maxwell was in that bar. I mean, fuck. Petunia was in that bar with Nick. Mi Mike. Mike. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Are you sure you know who she was in the bar with? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is going to be hell that got together. <laughs> It'll be fun. Okay. That whiskey was a bad idea, by the way. <laughs> it's ruined this, but also made it great.